for the big D in the NFL as Dak, Dallas, devastated, trashed. (laughs) (laughs) You called it. Word to Eli Apple, Cancun on three. We in there. (laughs) Diggs, brothers, I'll meet both of y'all there. (laughs) Hey, man. Eli Apple been trolling heavy. (laughs) Heavy. (laughs) Hey, yo, Stefan Diggs said, you want me to be okay with losing? Nah. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs coming to the coming to the aid of his big bro. My man said, "It's weird when people talk trash and they're not even like that." I'm like, "Come on, man, that's whack. That's weak. You lost. That's weak. Yeah, you lost. Like, if you don't want him to talk trash, win. Exactly. You lost too. <laughs> Pat Bev can't score eight points to save his life in the right. NBA game. It's, it's he talked mad trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he can't get eight points to save his life. Oh, he the man. biggest trash talker in the NBA. Facts. Yeah, if you don't want to talk trash, win. Don't lose. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news. News. What's up, man? How's your weekend? You had a blowout, clearly. Yeah, How you man. Feeling? You know, it's crazy because I had mixed feelings going into that game. And the Eagles just said, yeah, we're just better. <laughs> they just dominated them. It wasn't Bro, even close. From start to finish. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think I stopped watching at halftime. That game yeah. was terrible. Yeah. That game was terrible. I'm actually a little underwhelmed at a couple of the games for the most part. I thought Wild Card Weekend was way more chaotic mm-hmm. and competitive than Divisional Weekend was because the Bengals blasted the Bills. Y'all blasted the Giants. I mean, Chiefs didn't blast the Jags, but they won pretty handily, and I think they would have actually covered that spread had it not been for Mahomes' hurt. It's crazy because all the Jags had to do was, like, at least pressure the quarterback, and they didn't even do that. They sat back in zone the whole game, basically. Jags had some self-inflicted wounds, and we're going to jump in that, but we got to start with the Dallas debacle, man. That, two interceptions, costly as the 49ers send the Cowboys packing for the second straight postseason. Question for you. Yep. Is Dak the main reason for the Cowboys' failure? Main reason? Uh, He's a big reason. <laughs> okay. Give me a percentage. I, I would say Dak is probably like 70%. It's, it's pretty... All right. Then that's the main reason. Then, that, <laughs> then, that's the, then that's the main reason. But go ahead. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think outside of Dak, you had a line of scrimmage that in the second half got exploited. I feel like, you know, the 49ers wore them down. It was a really yep. tight yep. matchup in the first half. Yep. And then the second half hit, and it was almost like, okay, 49ers were like, all right, it's time to yep. dominate the line of scrimmage. And they did it mm-hmm. on both sides of the Agreed. football. Agreed. And you, you got you got Dallas, who had opportunities to win the game. They honestly. did. They, they did. were in the game, they with, did. you know, majority of the game. And I, honestly, yep. they were in the game the whole game. Yeah. But – even the last possession, yeah. Zeke, I don't know what happened. I'm yeah. sorry. We I apologize that. for that. <laughs> I, I apologize for that. That should not have been the way your Cowboys season ended. 
That should not be how your cowboy <laughs> career is going to be remembered because I'll never forget it. <laughs> um, that was the funniest play ever in the history <laughs> you, of the game. <laughs> you got to put six feet under. Good Lord. Good, good Lord. Yeah, man, the Cowboys had a chance to win the game. I thought the yeah. entire game. Mm-hmm. I thought for the most part they played a solid game. Dax, two interceptions. Uh, the one in the red zone really, really hurt them. That takes points off the board. Yep. And then that other one, I'm not even sure what you're seeing. You drop back for like five seconds, and then you're trying to throw like a comeback hitch route. And the, the corner's been sitting on it the entire play. Yep. I don't know what you're trying to do there. You got to throw that ball away. And even then, I don't think the 49ers offense was really blowing them away. I think Dallas's defense definitely played well enough for Dallas to win the game. Yeah. And the Cowboys just couldn't put any points on the board. And then eventually – Late third quarter, early fourth quarter, the O line is just wearing you down. That D line, it just started wearing the mm-hmm. Cowboys down. Yeah, and we just see the fatigue starting to sit in. And then once Christian McCaffrey got loose for that touchdown, I was like, "Yeah, this might be it." Yep. And honestly, the, the the momentum change in that game was the kettle catch across the middle. Yeah, yeah, that bobble catch. That yep. was a good catch. And I want to get a Turpin actually on that kick return, son. <laughs> what are you looking at? There's no way your vision is that poor. You literally threw your shoulder like you were the tackler into the kicker. Robbie Gold not trying to tackle you. You got to cut that upfield. <laughs> you you got to cut that upfield, man. That's a touchdown. That's six. And it's crazy because Turbin's such a good kick returner, too. That's six, man. <laughs> like, all you guys, the kicker, you just want to run into him? You're not going to run him over. He's bigger than you. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to blame it on that. The last possession by the Cowboys, uh, clock management before the two-minute yep. warning. Yeah. Wasting all that time trying to punt the ball. Wasted about a good 30 seconds. And then that last play, I don't know what <laughs> they thought was going to happen. That formation, one, sucked. That was horrible. Two, I, I'm sure that they practiced that, and I'm sure it looked just like that. <laughs> I think the and, funniest thing is the 49ers I, were trying to figure I, out. Why? The 49ers are just like, yo, what? Like, how, what are we doing? how do we line up? They got all the linemen to the right. And I'm mad that Turpin got the ball and got waxed immediately. Oh, he, he got crushed. Yeah. Immediately. Like, he didn't even have a chance to lateral. I'm like, all right, well, that's the game. So, <laughs> yeah, man, were you impressed at all by the 49ers offense at all? No, I wasn't. Me either. Brock Purdy didn't do much at all. You know he what? They contained Brock Purdy. They he contained got me him. over seven and a half rushing yeah. yards at eight. He, he had eight rushing yards, <laughs> and I needed over seven and a half. So salute to him for that. Glad he didn't have to take a knee to end the game. But yeah, man, that was just a, um, another Cowboys failure, man. And yet again, they are going home in the postseason. Do you think that this franchise can win with Dak Prescott at the quarterback? Yeah, I think they can win As with Dak. Yeah, I think they can win with Dak. Um, like I said, there was, I mean, Dak obviously had the two interceptions, which, you know, <laughs> were really huge. Costly. Yeah, and then, you know, 49's got, got points off that. But I, I think that it was more than Dak, right? I, I don't think that, you know, the Cowboys had the receivers to necessarily even get over in that game. I mean, it was even, CD or nobody. Even with CD Lamb. They still could have won that game. Um, but I also think that the protection started breaking down. Again, yep. no Jason Peters in the lineup. So you had Tyron Smith at right tackle. And uh, you had the rookie at left tackle. And you brought Connor McGovern in. And, you know, there's, there's a lot going on with the protection in the second half. And, you know, defensively, way too many, like, costly uh 
mishaps in the secondary when you had, you know, Purdy pretty much locked up. He was bottled up. Christian yep. McCaffrey's pretty much bottled up. Yep. And then you just started letting, you know, Jawan Jennings and, you know, Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle, like these receivers just started popping open. Like what in your protection, you know, in your back end, I, I'm not sure what they were trying to do. Even with the Kittle uh, catch that was kind of the momentum change, you saw Trayvon Diggs try to come down and like, Whiff on the tackle. That was terrible. <laughs> you, had, you had a chance to absolutely obliterate him. The moment was just too big. Pissed down your leg. Like, he hit nothing. <laughs> he, he missed. The whole, he missed. Kittle wasn't even looking at it. Kittle had no idea that a defender was right there. Blew it. And Trayvon Diggs just, he he tackled air. Like, <laughs> put, he it, put his head down and missed. Yeah, that, that right there was embarrassing. Right there, that's something that the Cowboys season in my book. Yeah. That missed opportunities right there. That's what I attributed to. I do think that can also lead them to the Super Bowl. They're close. And yeah. I think that they just have to put together a complete game. Yeah. Had that came out like he played last week against Tampa, they win that game yeah. easily. Yeah. The 49ers didn't do too much to win the game. The Cowboys just lost it. The, the Cowboys, they couldn't hold on the line. The 49ers' physicality eventually just wore them down, and it just became too much. Yeah. And now the 49ers are moving on. And now it is time to jump to the AFC where we got Ice Cold Joe <laughs> blasted the Bills in the snow. Home playoff game for the Bills. That's exactly what they wanted. And they laid an egg out there, man. How disappointing of a performance was that for Buffalo? That was very disappointing. And I just, I don't understand where we go right now with Josh Allen because okay. this is now, you know, three years that you can't even get to the Super Bowl. And, you you, you know, they keep on giving you all these weapons and toys on both, both sides of the ball. And it's not like you guys run the ball anyway, but... They don't. You know, you, you, you have a team... And, you know, you were the worst part of your team, <laughs> honestly, on Sunday. Obviously, the line of scrimmage got destroyed by backup linemen, and your protection broke down. But you caused your team to lose that game throughout. I mean, I don't think Josh Allen played well at all. And, you know, it's from, it was he from did, the first he night. He, just, he, did not, he did not play well at all. And the Bengals... <laughs> just took it to him like that's what it was and the, you know the Bengals I, I picked them anyway to win just yeah. because I just feel like they're the better team but even with three old linemen down the Bengals manhandled them in the trenches like yep. it wasn't even close yep dudes were not on their lie. back <laughs> when, before the game I know you seen that clip floating around of Joe Burrow throwing mm. that pass and doing that 360 yeah and warm up. Yeah. When I seen that, I was like, oh, yeah, he about to get busy. <laughs> <laughs> he about to get that boy smooth as I don't know what. <laughs> that boy is too cool. I was like, oh, yeah, he about to get busy. Amen. And he did from, from the jump. Right from the jump, they said they won the ball. They got the ball, drove right down the field. Jamar Chase. And that chemistry is amazing. Yeah. That chemistry between him and Jamar Chase is amazing. And then they ran the ball exceptionally. Joe Mixon, he might average like seven yards a carry. He was booming. Yeah. Like, Joe Mexon was booming. And, like, they just dominated the game from start to finish. And it just seems like Allen, and I've said this plenty of times this year, that the Bills rely on Josh Allen way too much. There's not really a system. It's Josh go out there, make a play, take us home. 
and they look for those big game heroics that he can give you every now and then, but you can't just do that over and over. Yeah. One, they, they need a running game. They, like, they need a running game. And they need to be a bit more balanced. And, you know, scheme-wise, I feel like they don't do anything creative to really, like, get their receivers open or just make you second-guess anything. Everything seems pretty cookie-cutter, and it's just gotten them <clears throat> sent home back-to-back years, and Diggs is fed up. Me too. Yeah, me, I mean, I just feel me like too. I feel like the Bills are just soft on both sides and yep. you know especially in the postseason I just don't I just don't know what the, what to expect from this team in the postseason anymore it's like you get knocked off any chance you get and I'm not sure that this team can beat the Bengals can beat the Chiefs in the postseason until like they change their philosophy I agree you need to have some kind of physicality to you and they don't have that right now yeah, they don't have it. And, I mean, honestly, you can't bet against Joe Burrow anymore. Nope. Like, in the playoffs, that dude is really ice cold Joe. He's smooth, man. He is really, really smooth. All right, some rapid fire, man. And let's jump to the Chiefs game. With that late Jag surge, wasn't enough. Covered the spread and got my lock of the week, though. <laughs> how, how much are you worried, though, about Mahomes and that banged-up high ankle sprain that he suffered? Well, look, high ankle sprain is no joke. Um, nope. And I think his ankle probably like a tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you look at you look at the high ankle sprains across the league this year. Most guys are out three to four weeks trying to get back, um, because it, it's it's really hard. And you know, if you're not careful with the high ankle sprain, it can turn into an Achilles injury. So this is true. This I, is I also think, true. I think that you know, one, I mean, not even a week of rest, a half a week of rest, and you're playing on Sunday in a game where with the physical team, I mean, you got to go against DJ Reader and these guys coming off the D-line. Like, these are monsters. Like, and that's why, you know, Trey Hendrickson and and Hubbard and, like, all these guys are coming off the edge at you and coming through the middle. And, I don't, you know, you have no mobility right now. You know how painful a high ankle sprain is to an athlete that needs to consistently push off, right? Like, you know, we've seen DBs get high ankle sprains. We've seen left tackles, right tackles. We've seen O-linemen get, you know, high ankle sprains and they're out multiple weeks, you know, running back out multiple weeks. What do you think a quarterback's going to do when, you know, your legs, that's where your power's coming from. That's where your velocity's coming from is making sure your feet and your legs and, you know, all of that is lined up and you're pushing off it. I'm not so sure that we're going to see a Mahomes that we're used to seeing on Sunday. It was one thing against the Jags, but this is a Bengals team that knocked you off when you were healthy last year. And... They knocked you off earlier this season when you were healthy. What do you think they're going to do when you're hurt? Like, obviously, yeah. the Chiefs are going to do things to protect Mahomes, and they're going to probably lean on the run game a little bit, and, you know, they're going to bring more tight ends on the field and things like that to help out. But at the same time, I don't know if it will be enough, right? Because when I'm looking at the Bengals, they're so multiple in their coverages, and they have multiple bodies Right, they're they're so versatile in the secondary where they can cover you with a safety or a corner, like you know, line, like it, they have so many guys to switch places and cover, you know, different personnel packages. So you're going to need to be careful. And I know Andy Reid obviously is going to be ready for that because he's one of the best game planners and play callers in the league. But this is going to be a tall task. 
Yeah, I'll keep mine brief because I do want to get to the Jags just real quick. What you trying to say, man? You trying to say I'm always lengthy, man? That's what you trying to <laughs> Yo, man. I said rapid fire and you gave me a Man, I, I don't know. I felt it. I felt it, man. I had to teach <laughs> But, I mean, you said everything that you said needed to be said, and I agree with you. I think that it's definitely going to pose a problem. We seen Mahomes come back in that second half, and he was running off pure adrenaline. Like, he was yeah. running off pure adrenaline, yep. cortisone shots, and whatever else steroids that they gave him in the locker room. But the moment he took that shoe off and sat down, I'm sure that ankle swole up yeah. immediately. And he yeah. was throwing off one foot, very unconventional. He couldn't run like that. He couldn't even hand and the I, ball I, off. Like that's why he was he was hobbling, yeah. trying to hand the ball off. And I was like, yeah, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Too is my thing. Like it's not gonna heal. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. Like so we know how that's gonna go. Yeah, I'm assuming he's not going to practice at all this week. Um, if he does, he may just do like walkthroughs or something on Friday, but I'm assuming he's going to not be a participant, but I do fully expect him to play, but I think the Bengals are going to get after him. I think they should yeah. try to send some people at him in the test and see how he goes. I mean, we've seen Mahomes magic, so we understand he can do a lot. He, he can do a lot, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm a little worried that the, that ankle is going to be too much of a problem for him to overcome. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm leaning Bengals right now. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Joey B right now. Yeah. I know you've been rolling with him all season. So <clears throat> yep. yeah, I'm kind of leaning with Joey B quickly with the Jags, man. They came back. Like I said, cover the spread. Trev had some, not, not really necessarily his fault turnovers, but that, that, he Agnew struggled. Turn, that yeah, that Agnew turnover and in, uh, inside the 10 yard line, yep. that fumble really the game, game changer right there. But how bright is the future in Duval, man? For them to make the playoffs, I said they were going to win seven games. They they reared off six straight. Yeah, I mean, look, coaching makes a difference, right? <laughs> going from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson was a huge difference. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um, 100%. Also, yeah, and I also think they're going to be better next year because they got Calvin Ridley coming in yep. next year, and that's going to be adding to a wide receiver core that really needs someone like Calvin Ridley, right? When Calvin Ridley was healthy and he was on the Atlanta Falcons, back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. So he's going to be a reliable weapon to Trevor Lawrence along with everybody else. Jacksonville has some things going for him. I like it, man. I'm excited about Duval next season. Can't wait to get out there and get some games. All right, man. We can jump to your Eagles. This wasn't really much of a game, so we really don't have to cover it. Because the Giants, this round match, 38-7, wasn't a game at all from the jump. Were you surprised at how hurt? Excuse me. Were you surprised at how healthy and good Hurts looked in his game back? Yeah, I mean, you know what's funny about the Hurts situation is we everybody's on everybody's guessing, right? They don't know. Yep. Agree. Agree. You know what's going on behind no the scenes, right? Everybody because, assumes that he's like forty percent. Right, and you know this is you know he's four or five weeks removed he from that big, injury. Man. Yep. And nobody knew what to expect, you know, and you know even even his. His uh, season finale against the Giants to solidify the number one seed. You can't even judge that game with Hurts because the coaching staff made everything so vanilla because they know that they were going to the postseason. They didn't want to put things on film. So, you know, they get an extra week. They get the bye week. And then you see a Hurts that's running and scrambling, spinning all people. Like, he's still getting the, <laughs> the design QB runs and all these kinds of things. You, yep. you clearly see he's not 100% healthy. But you see that they trust him enough to protect himself while running what they run, right? And mm-hmm. when the Eagles run the offense that they run, 
it's really hard to defend them. Like it's really hard because I agree. you're gonna have to commit a man in the box. You do that, you got you know, you you got Devontae, you got AJ and Dallas, and if you don't commit to the run, they're gonna cook you. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jalen Hurts, like this is a hard offense to defend, and especially in the red zone on third down, like you're gonna have to pick your poison. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think Hurts shut a lot of the critics up. Um, I'm not going to look too much into this win because I think, like, this win was just like the Cowboys yeah. over the Bucks. Yeah. Just a, just a matchup against a superior team. I don't think the Bucks really belong. I'm not saying the Giants mm-hmm. didn't belong. But they're on a different playing field yeah. with a, a way better team. So I'm yeah. not going to look too much into this game. But I do think Hurts kind of eased Eagles fans' minds a little bit. And he shut up the doubters saying, like, oh, he's going to get banged yeah. up. That Giants defense is going to – be bruising and they're gonna really affect them. They didn't affect them at yeah, all. Do Don't nothing. think they touched them to be honest. <laughs> Hurts looked great out there. Yeah. Like Hurts looked great out there. Yeah, <laughs> Just he, like he didn't play like the last five minutes either. Like they took him out. He didn't need to. I think I think they had twenty eight at the half. Yeah, the it was game was twenty eight to zero at halftime. That's what I'm saying. The game was over. So I mean, he was distributing distributing the ball well get into all these receivers, and I think that they're going to have a great matchup here moving forward. <laughs> the, before, before we move on, 268 yards on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Bro. If you're allowing 268 yards on the ground, bro, you know you're, you're losing that game. <laughs> you're not going to win. Like, let, let's be honest. You're not going to win that game. You're not going to come close to winning that game, honestly. <laughs> Kenny uh, Gainwell like, had 100 yards on them. <laughs> I had 100 yards, bro. Like, <laughs> like I, I had 100 yards. All right, man, with two games this weekend, let's go ahead and pick these conference championships. Okay. First game, we have Chiefs-Bengals. Who you got? Give me the Bengals. Yeah, same here. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals as well because I think that the injury to Mahomes is definitely going to play a little part. And I just think that, like like Joe Burrow said, man, better get those refunds for that neutral site in Atlanta yep. that everybody was ready for. Yep. I think he's out of proof of point. Yeah. Like, he, he's really that guy. Like, he's yeah. actually that guy. Under pressure, he doesn't show any. He doesn't show any pressure. He's really smooth. So, yeah, give me the Bengals in this one. I think it's going to be a really, really close one. I think Mahomes is going to ball out. Yeah. I really do. And last year, I thought that the the Chiefs would win. And lo and behold, that second half came back. Here come, here come Joey B. <laughs> so, yeah, give me, give me Burrow and the Bengals. Then we have the 49ers-Eagles. And that game is actually first. I got those mm-hmm. mixed up. But 49ers-Eagles as the other game. Of course, I'm assuming you're rolling with the Eagles here. Yeah, um, this is a hard decision. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yes, it mean, is. I, I'm taking. The, I'm taking the Eagles. I don't think the 49ers offense has enough to simply keep up. 49ers are good, and, man. They're good. Oh, they're really, they're really good. They're really good. <laughs> That's a I tough think, team. I think that the Eagles can put up north of 28 points. I think. I yeah, think I, the, I think the Eagles can score on I them. The, I, think the I just. I feel like, like I said, personal. man. When it comes to the Eagles and Niners, the line of scrimmage, those are two like two of the best lines lines of scrimmage in the league. Like those those are two teams that prioritize the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And they have multiple guys rotating through on defense. And then they have guys the O line, Trent Williams, like Jordan Mylotta, Lane Johnson, like um, Mike McGlinchey. Like they have guys at the tackle position. Then you got Jason Kelsey and these guys, like the trenches. Who the, has the advantage in the trenches? I want to know. I want to know. Man, who has? They who break has even. The advantage? They break even, man. They break okay, even. Okay, so so you got you got Eagles O line versus 49ers D line. Who has the advantage? 
It breaks. It breaks even. Like, what can you All right, say? Flip, flip flopping. Flip <laughs> it breaks even. Like, what do you? What can you? Forty ers O line, Eagles D line. It breaks even, dog. There's no clear advantage in the line of scrimmage right now. I just feel like you got multiple pro bowlers on both sides of the ball. 49ers have a better interior. I think the Eagles um, have a better secondary. I think Eagles have. I'm talking about the interior seven. I think the Eagles definitely have a better secondary. I'll take the 49ers interior Wait, seven. Interior seven? Eagles. Yeah, like line the linebackers, and then I'll take oh front the seven second. Yeah, front seven. That's why. Oh, that's what I mean by okay, the okay, yeah. Well, I mean by the interior. Yeah, yeah the Niners. Defense. The Niners definitely have a better linebacking crew, but yeah, that's when, what I mean. That's the I think the D line. I think the D line. I mean, it equals out. I mean, <laughs> they got monsters on both sides of the ball. I mean, you talk. I think about, y'all secondary is better for sure. You you talk about you talk about sacks one and two. Hassan Reddick and, and Nick Bosa are one and two in sacks this year. Man, you give know? me a score. Give, give me, give me, give me a score. I don't give me a score. And Joey yeah. Bosa is definitely he's defensive MVP. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that I, I get that 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 does kind of cancel out. I got the Eagles thirty-one twenty-three. Wow. Okay. Um, yep. Give me the Eagles twenty-eight twenty-four. So so just around that north of twenty. 23 points or 21, like I said. Yeah. 20, I, don't think the 40, I don't think the 49ers can score over 24. I really don't. And I think the Eagles... Well, hold on, hold on. They scored 19 versus Dallas, right? Yep. Give me give me 17-28 Eagles. So yours is just as bad as mine. Like, yours yeah. is just as bad give as me, mine. Give me Eagles 17-28. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going back. 24-28. This is, this is for the, oh, all the Marvels. 24-28. <laughs> this is for all the Marvels. <laughs> for all the Marvels. 28-24. Yeah, man. Give, give me 31-23. Give me the Eagles. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. The trade deadline approaching in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We've seen the Lakers trade for the Wizards. Hachimura sending Kedrick Nunn and two second rounders. I think it was two three. second rounders. Or three second rounders. Okay. To the Wizards, man. Was that a good trade for the Lakers? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're going to have to pay them after the season. True. Um, And does Hamacha Mora move the needle for the Lakers? Yeah, that, that's like, what I'm looking at. Does he really I, move the needle? I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, the Wizards wanted to get rid of him. <laughs> like, I need people to understand that. The, Wizard, the Wizards wanted to get rid of him because they wanted to keep Kyle Kuzma. So I agree with that. And yep. they've been trying to trade him for like a year. Um I'm I'm really interested to see how this works out. I think he he can knock down the corner three. He's he's big. Can he propel the Lakers to the postseason? That's all that we care about. He's here. not gonna propel anybody to the postseason, yeah. but he can he help <laughs> space the floor out a little bit? Sure. But I don't I don't see this as a needle mover. I think Hamacha Mora adds he's he's gonna give you a good amount, probably 10, 10 to 12 points. He, he'll probably grab some boards for you, and he can knock more down the corner three. Than Pat, more than Pat Bev. Yeah. He more, can knock, more, more than Pat Bev. He can knock down the corner three, and I, I don't know if he's going to start. He's probably going to come off the bench, but I don't know if he's going to be the guy that Lakers fans probably think he is. He's a young guy. Again, the Wizards have been trying to trade him. So this wasn't like, oh, they stole him. Like It was like, okay. You still gave up a little bit of value for him. I mean, three second round picks is, you know what I mean? Like, and, yep. and a player, that's not exactly like a steal. So yeah. uh, I think it balances out, but, you know, we'll see. I don't think it's like a, a needle move for the Lakers, though. 
I looked at the standings in the Western Conference, and there are four games that separate the third seed from like the 12th seed. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Western Conference is a gauntlet right like now. Like the Suns were the 12th seed and they won three games and now they're the seventh seed. So. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, the the Western Conference is a true gauntlet right now. And I'm definitely looking forward to the NBA, especially post-All-Star weekend. Yeah. As things start to heat up when the trade deadline is finalized and seeing what these rosters are going to really look like. I'm not going to lie, man. My, my pick of the Clippers? Starting to look a little good, man. I'm starting. To, I'm starting to feel a I little more confident. I will never trust the Clippers in the post. I'm starting. To, I'm starting to feel just a little more confident. Yo, man, we gotta talk real quickly about Shannon Sharp <laughs> and Dylan Brooks getting into it at Crypto.com Arena. One, whose side are you on? And what do you make of the altercation? That sounds hilarious. I just think that Shannon is too old for that. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's punk, man. I really that's, think he's too I old agree. for that. Like, bro, I agree. Like, let's just show up to the game and watch, bro. <laughs> like, we know you love LeBron, dog, but yeah, man, he let, the, he, he let the LeBron fandom get out. And of you pocket. had that super medium sweater on, dog. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what, what is you doing, man? I ain't gonna lie, man. Shannon Sharp looked mad short compared to the rest <laughs> of the league, but he was folding Dylan Brooks up. Believe that. Oh, he's getting him out Shannon. of there. Shannon Sharp is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was rolling with Shannon all until all until I seen Steven Adams walk up. Like, all, right. all right, now let's dial it back. Hey. That, that's that's another that's another weight class right there. Hey, let's dog, dial it back. I was crying. Somebody <laughs> tweeted out like Shannon Shannon huge, and then you saw Aquaman and uh, <laughs> Aquaman and Usher show up. And it was another thing. T Moran, bro. T Moran. Yeah, bro. When I when I see when I see Steven Adams pop up, I was like, all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe you should chill out. Let's go cool off. Let's think about it. Cause I think he can handle his own against anybody else. Hey man. He can Dylan Brooks out of the paint. Steven and he, Steven Adams don't he don't even look he, like he can fight, but he could probably like know. he hey, could probably grab you and like throw you in the stands or something. That's a big guy, man. <laughs> he, he, he on WWE. <laughs> JR come out of nowhere. Hold the turnbuckle. He's going to throw him out the arena. <laughs> That's a big dude, man. All right, man. It's that time again. Lock of the week. We went 2-0 and last week, putting you at 7-7-2 for the year and me 9-6-1. I had the Jags last week, another dub against the Chiefs. And this week, I am fading the Chiefs again. I am taking the Bengals. Right now, it is minus two, which mm-hmm. is crazy because the line opened up. At Kansas City yep. minus one. Yeah. And that line has shifted three points in one day. So yep. that's actually insane. Actually, you know what? Scratch everything I just said. Give me the Eagles minus two and a half. I'm just going to take the Eagles <laughs> minus two and a half. Because I got them winning by double yeah. digits anyway. So, yeah. Give me the Eagles minus two and a half. Lock of the week. Book it. Who you got? Give me the Bengals minus two. You got you got the Bengals covering that thing. Yeah. Banged up Mahomes, man. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I, th- I think a banged up Mahomes is gonna be interesting. I think he's definitely gonna make it entertaining. Yeah. I think this is gonna be an action packed game like it was last year, uh, where the Bengals got down early. I don't think the Bengals are gonna necessarily get down early this time. I think they're gonna start fast and finish fast. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Eagles, man. I just don't think the 49ers have enough firepower to compete. So give me the Eagles as my lock of the week. All right. All right, man. You got anything else? 
Nah, man, I'm, I'm nervous. I've been thinking about this game all week already. It's only Tuesday, dog, and I'm already, like, my mind is already locked in. I don't even want to work the rest of the week. I might call out the next two days. All right, let's, let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. We still got jobs to do. Let's dial it back. All right, man, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Y'all know the deal. Oh, man, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and, of course, will forever matter. Guys, mask up. It's nasty out here. Flu season, COVID season, vid season really going up right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a couple family members with COVID and they expect me to visit. No. Y'all are crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> no. Nah, I'll, I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all in two weeks. Maybe at a Super Bowl party or something. <laughs> not, not this week. You're nasty. But yeah, shout out to all those out there who support us. Continue to pray for those who are in need. You never know. Who could use a little prayer? So just make sure you are mindful of everyone. And that is all I got. Thank you, guys. Yeah, guys. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. Do not forget on Apple Podcasts to leave a five-star rating and a review for your boys. Also, guys, if the Eagles decide to not show up on Sunday, (laughs) we might not pod next week. (laughs) My heart will be broke. Hey, man, I ain't going to hold you. Eli Apple, I'm riding with you right now. Right. Like, I'm not going to say. <laughs> We're not going to do this. <laughs> but I, I'm for it, man. Talk talk your talk. But if you get cooked this weekend, <laughs> boy, I am telling you, you might want to go ahead and deactivate that thing. The, the whole NFL is going to band together and attack you. Like, you have You have made some enemies in these last few days. You've been getting it off. Rightfully so. You riding that coattail of Joey B. Don't lose this game. It it might get ugly for you. And that's all I got to say. Until next time, I'll see y'all later. Carolina, we need that win tonight against Syracuse. I'm out of here. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marks with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Cracked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.